Hello, welcome to the season three of the Piano Forte podcast. I'm your co-host Felicia, and this is my co-host Audrey. Hi, Audrey. Hello, hello. Hello, welcome hello. back. And it's been a while. It's been a long while. So, um, yeah, I guess we announced last time the, on the last episode of season mm-hmm. two that we are taking a break. We did take yeah. a break. <laughs> a, a very nice and long break. A long ass break. <laughs> and it was nice. Was it not nice for you? It's just like a lot happened, right? During the break, like behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, it was quite... Some parts of it were nice. Some parts of it were... Stressful? Chaos. Okay. Chaotic. But chaotic is kind of my middle name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have to agree with that. Yeah, chaotic is... Or like chaos is my middle name. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm used to it. I guess I hope I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So in so, today's episode, yeah. we are going to review whatever we remember. We remember of our New Year's resolution, which frankly I do not remember almost everything. I mean, I remember some of the parts that I uh, said during mm-hmm. our first episode last season, from the last season, like the New Year's resolution. Yeah. Um, I don't think I fulfill any of those so far. <laughs> but are they still standing? Like, are you still planning to move in the direction that you had kind of established through the New Year's resolution? I feel like right now I feel more more open. Like I don't I don't feel an exact New Year's resolution, you know what I mean? Mhm. Kind of like whatever will be will be. Kisara sera. Yeah. Smart. Uh and I I I'm kind of fine with that. There's there's just because like there there's so much happened the past year, uh, the past half year that mm-hmm. I felt like pushing pushing my New Year's resolution, what I thought that I wanted to do in the beginning of the year, could be slightly slightly not healthy for me. Yeah. Okay. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. You don't so remember what your resolutions were? I, I don't quite remember because I think I was like... I knew I was going to have quite a big change in my schedule and my mm-hmm. just my schedule in general. So um Oh yeah. I think I didn't really set out to I purposefully didn't really set out to make a very solid resolution as a result. Um because I'm much more of a let's just go with the flow and see what happens kind of person. I mean I was also like that, right? But I was like, yeah, but I'm I'm not like I I've never been like oh I have this resolution and I, and I want to do it so bad. I mean yeah. I want to do it, but it's not like urgent matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me the only resolution I remember setting and talking about was the possibility of doing an exam, which I 
have changed my mind on. <laughs> You're not taking any, any exam? No, I'm not. I'm not. Because I... I think back then I... Okay, so at the beginning of the year, I had only one lesson I was attending and that was a composition class, right? And mm. right now I have two classes. The other class is a piano pedagogy class. And yes, we talk about this not on the podcast, on private. Yeah, but I, I mentioned <laughs> to you the last time around that we chatted. Yeah. And um, before I decided on doing the piano pedag- pedagogy class, I was honestly waffling between should I go for more piano lessons myself or should I look for a piano pedagogy class? And then I settled mm. on the latter. And then after that, I was like, well, I think if I try to do a music exam, like performance-wise, like more on playing, that would be piling a bit too much on my plate because I think I do want to focus more on teaching better. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> That's, that is honestly cute. Is it? Yeah, because... Um, I don't know, like, when you graduated and mm-hmm. moved away from Germany, when, yeah. you, when you went back to Singapore and I visited yes. you, when was it? Like, two years ago? Before COVID. Yeah. Definitely. Long before Definitely COVID. before. Three yeah. years ago then. It was, like, the September before COVID. Kind of. 2019. 2019. Yeah. August, September around there. August, September 2019. By mm-hmm. now, by the time we upload this video, it's almost three years ago. Yeah. Almost exactly. Almost to the T. And I remember we were talking and you were like, eh, I'm not quite sure about teaching. Yeah, I just remember I that sentence coming from you. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, teaching is kind of one of the not easiest. I wouldn't say easy. Like it's not, it's it's not one easy of the most to obvious teach. Though. It is one but most it is one of the one, one field that is like very easy to find. It's not easy to teach, but it's easy to find teaching jobs, especially in a- in Asia as a piano yeah. teacher. Yeah. So, like, the field itself has abundance of, um, like, spot, like you know, like spots, like people who are I looking for. I mean, the market, the market, the market is yeah, abundance, like in Asia at least. Is it not so much in Europe, in Germany at least? Nowadays, I do see that as well. Um, I mean, in in Europe, and particularly in Freiburg, where I still live, mm-hmm. uh, it's I kind of sometimes see like a ups and downs of the interests. Okay, which is quite not funny, but like quite interesting to see. That you do notice some some instruments are uh, quite in favor and sometimes and you know they have is their own like hype time kind of. Is there a reason? Like, is it a cyclical? Like every year it happens around the same time kind of thing. No, not particularly. But I noticed last year, early la- early off last year, like la- early off. I mean. <laughs> Sorry, my year orientation is school year orientation. So it starts in the middle of the year for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. last last school year, like the beginning of last school year. So it means uh, it last was September around there? Yeah, around September. Okay. It was more scarce, I would say, rather than now. Um, okay. 
right now I have a lot of new like interests like a lot of new students looking for piano teachers and stuff like that mm-hmm. um yeah but maybe maybe it's kind of also it kind of also depends on where you work and uh like which schools you work at and how the school flow mm-hmm. how the school flow is uh, so yeah but i do mm-hmm. notice in some in some certain times there would there would be some some period of time that it's just a little bit more quiet right the and q word <laughs> yeah i'm also just generally quite curious because i we've we've mentioned before that the the school year kind of thing for music school in germany and singapore are quite different yeah yeah so like you guys do not teach during the whole summer break no we don't i'm on full vacation right now uh lucky by full by full <laughs> vacation i mean i'm not teaching um but i do still have some stuff to do gigs and mm-hmm. stuff um yeah but it's not much right now so mm-hmm. i can finally take a breather after a long long yeah. as I mean, during the break of the podcast, actually, I was not having breaks. The reason why we took breaks from the podcast because hell broke loose. Before you, do you want to elaborate or do you want to just keep that like private under the wraps? <laughs> so remember how I, uh, in like some parts of the previous seasons, I keep mentioning like, oh yeah, I might move or like I'm looking for my mat, like to mm-hmm. apply for a master's degree yeah. I did try to apply but every time I try to apply there's something just like preventing me to apply for for one case I got COVID <laughs> oh yeah and then the other case it's just like I got lost in the building for like 700 times and I was just way too nervous to do the but exam th- but for that one you already applied right it's just like during the audition process I mean, for all of them, process. for all of them, I was I was applying, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like the it's like the process itself, right, like, right, yeah. It's just like I think hell broke loose. Just be like, Audrey, you're not moving from Freiburg. <laughs> that is one part that is like from my newest resolution that I was like, oh yeah, I, I might want to try to do masters, but now that it failed. I'm kind of I'm not sad about it. You know what I mean? Mhm. I'm feeling I'm feeling okay about it. <laughs> That's a good thing, right? My schedule also changed. Um mm-hmm. will change after this like school year. Uh I did mention that I want to do more songwriting or publish more song, which mm-hmm. I did eventually uh privately publicize one of my song yeah uh, uh it's it was on a like family only thing uh, mm-hmm. so i shared it with my family like uh and friends uh so it's not like super publicized but yeah i mean i'm 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 You're working on the track towards for that part. i'm i'm working towards that still but i'm also not see again 
like sometimes I don't feel too bad to not share it with the world. Maybe maybe at some point, but not now. Yeah, taking my time, my sweet sweet time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think there's there's a lot also happened for you that obviously we didn't mention all in the podcast. And how do you yeah. think? How do you think? Like, um, what is what is your take now that twenty twenty two is already over halfway through? I'm quite happy with what I have right now. Mm-hmm. So at the start of the year, I was working in music school, which we mentioned in the previous episodes, previous seasons. And earlier this year, I stopped working at music school. I'm still teaching, but mm-hmm. privately. So there is that. And yeah, I mean, and you I take your new course. Obviously, that is the most awesome thing I've ever heard. Wait, sorry, what? 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 I missed you that took part? your new course, like the pedagogy. Yes, piano pedagogy. Yes. So that is something that I have been thinking about, but I wasn't very sure if I was gonna do it. So, I guess I might have ticked uh, an invisible box in my New Year's resolution. If that, if let's just pretend it works that way. <laughs> we can, we can, we can totally pretend it works that way. Yeah. I don't mind about that. Yeah. Yeah. True. I mean, so do you do you think that? The next few half months of twenty twenty—it's—it's it's mm-hmm. less than half a year though. Yeah, it's like five months. Yeah. Do you think the next five months would, uh, would, would throw you more curveballs though, I or would don't it be like a so. kind of a calmer sail? I I feel like it's going to be quite like how it is right now. Okay. The only thing new for teaching would just be rescheduling here and there. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I don't have I don't have so many students that I will run into trouble with scheduling. So that mm-hmm. is one thing I do like is that I get to call the shots as to how many students I have. Right, because in your previous school you didn't. Uh no, it was pretty much almost impossible to be like I want to have not more than this number of students yeah and also because you were kind of like a full-time yeah I was full-time so it's like there's no reason for me to to say they will just like fill up as much as they can to fill up your full-time I mean if you're already there anyway like Mm -hmm. right yeah that is true yeah so I pretty much is just going to be how it is right now the only thing I'm spending a bit more time on mm-hmm. is uh, recently, it's like the last two weeks or so, it's uh, creating more worksheets. I I went through that phase during lockdown. Yeah, eh? I, I remember you mentioned that before. And then you stopped mentioning that <laughs> ever again. Because right now, at uh, at some point, I just reuse my worksheets. And I yeah. have a lot of like diff- like student change and whatnot mm-hmm. that... Those students have never seen my worksheets before. Like so you, you never needed to create more worksheets. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, do, I do have some new like tricks and whatnot um, implemented to my teaching and or like equipments if that if a, if a post-it counts as equipment. But yeah, 
yeah um uh yeah so, like a little quite like gamey vibe so i try mm-hmm. to put more games into my teaching mm. and not so much just teaching uh, yeah my my how do you call it like not sociography like the 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 percentage of students like the That's age oh yeah have significantly changed i do have more a lot more children now children students like younger age between six and i would say 10 11 that's a very fun age to teach actually that's a very talkative part because <laughs> once that they start is true once they start their like uh puberty and stuff they'd be like i want to be cool and then they stop talking kind of and then they uh, like but i still enjoy i still enjoy teaching like teen like late teenagers like mm-hmm. 16 17 18 19 they're they're fun because i mean they're <laughs> i don't want to admit this but i do scroll on social media to look for them often huh you mean you try to look your for your students on social media. No, 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 no. Okay. No! Oh, no! No! <laughs> Hell, nah. <laughs> okay, just checking, just checking. No, but my reference for memes and stuff um, uh, has quite grown ah. exponentially, so... <laughs> yes, so. I've noticed you've gotten very into memes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I connect with my uh, teenager students. Try to be like... Try to make the lessons a bit more hip you know so that mm-hmm. they, even though i know i fail a couple times heart fail uh <laughs> it's yeah. fine it's try and error after all yeah um but yeah i'm i'm, I'm in i enjoy teaching a lot these days That's i mean good. i have always liked teaching but nowadays it really like it feels fun mm feels really fun which that's why i'm not very disappointed that i don't get the masters because if i did then i had to move and i will you know i'm just starting to feel because before i don't know i i like it but i think i didn't have the same approach as right now approach as in what what way i mean like the game thing and whatnot um i don't know Nowadays, it just feels a bit more mm-hmm. relaxed. But I think I figured my my teaching style a little bit more because also maybe because when I was preparing for my masters, I was reading my pedagogy um, notes and notes. whatnot to prepare myself. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed, like, I actually already do a lot of the stuff that uh, were preached to me. Mm-hmm. As in like, oh, you can use this method, you can use this style or whatnot. Uh, but then I kind of become even even more aware in some certain cases. Like, why why would a student withdraw from a lesson? Like, why would they quit or whatever? Mm-hmm. And, and like, um, how do you do like... How do you set a lesson? Is is it like f- breaking a big matter, like a big material down into like mm-hmm. things, or is it like building blocks? 
because there's that way as well, right? Like you can yeah. start with the smaller things and then make the thing make sense or like see the big picture first and then spreading it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of like give and take, I would say, in that situation. That's like that's that that's probably why I feel like more fun now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you also have that kind of thing with your pedagogy class? Um, well, not so much yet. As in, I think that with the piano pedagogy, it's really more centered towards piano and what is important in teaching piano. So it's not so much of like general, like oh yeah, teaching style in a way. That's that that's how I feel right now. But mm. again, I'm I only had two lessons, so. Oh, okay. Time, so it's a new, new thing. By the thing. time we are recording this, I have had two lessons. By the time we are recording this. By the time we are uploading this, is like... A few more lessons. <laughs> I'm not counting that, because, yeah. Okay. Hmm. It's fine. It's far away. Um, yeah. I mean, but what I... For me, in terms of like teaching from like when I was in the music school and now, mm-hmm. I think I am... I feel more free to introduce materials that are outside the lesson books I use. Oh, that is that is a good that is a good thing that like I I was already doing that in the school but it's a bit like I always felt a bit weird about it because like when I've let's say I've around 40 students mm-hmm. and if I only give extra materials to like 10 students I'll feel like well should I be trying to do a bit more for the other 30 students? And things like that. Yeah, I mean, teaching is a bit really in my head, but yeah. Teaching private definitely gives you a little bit more wiggle room in how you want to base each student, I think. Materials as well. Yeah. And yeah, I think it also comes to how you pace your students, right? Like, if if you want to actually introduce extra stuff. That mm-hmm. means you want to change the pace. You want to kind of like push a little bit. Yeah. Um, which is cool. I mean, I don't have that struggle. I am um, even if even though that I teach in music schools here, mm-hmm. they're basically be like, you do you whatever the whatever mm. you want to do, whatever the students want to do. Some students yeah. just come to me for like songwriting ish things Mm -hmm. you know yeah or like something like that so it's very i would say not versatile but like yeah it's very free flowing rather Mm. yeah then like i mentioned the newest thing i'm doing is writing worksheets but some of them a bunch of them are like on the easy things which is like no identification oh yeah i mean i i have collected uh tons of sorts of different worksheets yeah and the thing is that because the thing is my students they almost all of them have a theory book so there's already some structure in there but it's just mm. in some areas that um ah that you probably notice yeah they need extra extra oomph oomph yes oomph. yeah yeah that's what it is yeah that, and that's that's fun I yeah not a lot of my students have uh theory books it's mm. not that common here actually to do theory yeah maybe also because of the 
duration of the lesson. Uh, how how I mean, again, how long are most of our lessons? Most of my lessons are thirty minutes. Yeah, that's it's not, not. That's definitely not enough to do theory, and obviously they are more um, practical oriented. I mean, yeah, I w- I would try to implement like I would try to introduce like related theory things. You know, mm-hmm. like I mean. Obviously, dynamics and like articulations and those stuff are very, like they're very central. They're they're very like they're very um, practice oriented as well because mm-hmm. you use it directly when you play. Yeah, but I try to also like tell them the terms and not just like oh you play short here the staccato. Like I mm-hmm. would be like, it's called staccato. It's not just quads. It's staccato. Right. Like the term, like the yeah, the names terms. Of the terms in a way. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the Italian terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, yeah. yeah, talking about Italian terms. Uh, I I don't know how how much I've introduced w- to my students, but I think I've just covered the basic ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the basic ones for you? Like um, depending on age or? as well. I mean, usually okay. I start with the articulations and uh, dynamics. Okay. Uh, the Italian terms, right? We're talking about Italian terms yeah. specifically. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, on some like teenagers and adults, then also like speed, related to speed, like ritardando. Accelerando. Yeah, rallentando, andante, lento, okay. and, so, and so on and so forth. Or like... Achakatura uh, pogiatura turn mm-hmm. mod even though turn is in English. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> and like modent and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So like grace notes basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even though I I try to also like introduce them to the Italian words, but also like even for myself, then I try to learn the. German terms for those because mm. a lot of the German terms I'm, I'm still not very familiar with yeah not a lot actually but not what, after what, five years what hmm? are some what are some examples of the German terms um like Vorschlag is like the grace notes it's called Vorschlag okay. right right yeah which Vorschlag also in German could also be translated as a recommendation. <laughs> Vorschlag? Is what, sorry? Like recommendations or like... Oh. Yeah, that's true. But that's that's German. That's that's just plain German. You, you can use one word for like 700 different things. I blame the language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you planning... Oh, so, okay. Now that we're talking about the, like, the previous years, we're talking a lot about teaching, eh? Um, yeah, we are. <laughs> the, this topic has went from general general life update to, like, something. But it's it's okay. It's good. It's it's fine. It's, it's a music-related podcast. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> we're still, we're still inbound. Yeah. Um, do you have any like mid-year resolution or like mid-year plans? Uh, 
Um, I, I, I do. But it's also teaching related. <laughs> I mean... Are you surprised? Are we even surprised at this point? <laughs> don't we both know our activities basically is like... I don't know. Are you 100% teaching? Am I what, what, what? Are you 100% teaching? You don't have any other side hustles? Yeah, I'm just 100% teaching. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I have been 100% teaching from like the start. <laughs> <laughs> you have you have yeah yeah but even now yes 100% teaching um and one of the thing is i am trying to figure out a better way to teach key signatures and minor oh, scale yeah, major we scale. have discussed Ma- this a couple times like melodic harmonic minor scales right and uh i want to have a more systematic approach that is more like a broken down kind of thing. Um, yeah, because there is the approach in the book, which is much more like by formula. They just tell you like, yeah. this is how it is. And then now you apply it. And then now you do the next step and the next step and the next step. But I, I can see very clearly for some students, it doesn't stick very well. Yeah. Yeah. Like some students take to it like fantastically. Uh, but I have some students that just, it just doesn't stick like, the formula approach doesn't work for them so I want to try to explore a different way mm-hmm. of teaching so I want to kind of work through that key signature major minor scale and then for the note reading part because now I have worksheets but I I don't give all the students the same worksheet in the same week so what happens sometimes I think is that I'm getting a bit confused as to who I gave what worksheet to so I need to be more organised in that but I also want to create formulate a clearer plan as to after this worksheet give this one give this one give this one give this one oh yeah kind of yeah thing. so it's that, just that, easier for me to keep track that's that's good that's actually good that's like that teaching is, planning like right yeah like that is what planning. i want like, to get by the end of the year <laughs> actually like lesson planning on its own is like a full-time job eh yeah I, it, it takes a while i it feel take, like it takes time like at least 40% of your teaching time is on the planning. Yeah. Yeah. And preparing. I mean, le- preparing is planning anyway. Um, mm. Yeah, that that's a good resolution. But I just suddenly, uh, I want to touch a little bit about the key signature stuff because you actually yeah. already mentioned this to me in private. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do always introduce the, like the fourth section. Accidentals. accidentals yeah. yeah the sharps and the flats and the yes. naturals Auflösungszeichen. yeah and then um if you notice it's uh i mean on the circle of fifth like with yeah. the sharps it starts on the fifth this gives this yeah ice. and then it's like in that motion yes so i like try to dee dee with dee my dee students with my younger students we just play <laughs> like this and they say oh then go back and then they learn the 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 sound not only the sound but they learn the reihenfolge festes gistes eyes and then b s i mean b flat s as des guess that motion right oh you do that on the black keys directly yeah I'm studying that. <laughs> You're welcome <laughs> to everybody listening to this podcast. 
<laughs> to Thank all piano teachers out there, <laughs> let's let's help each other. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just teach them in that di- like because I feel like when they when they just learn the theory, it just will not stick. <laughs> they have to actually touch the keys and be like aware. And of they need the to hear the sound as well. Yeah, actually the thing is like how I memorized uh, the Ryan Fogel of the shops and the flats, right? Is by singing it in my head. Oh, really? Like, Fado, so la me. For the for treble clef. And then for the left hand, it's like, Di mi la re so do fa. Not in tune, not in tune. I'm, I don't have perfect pitch, mm. so. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're thinking very hard right now. What, what, what's yeah. in mind? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I I kind of get it. Uh. I I don't I don't do that. I d- mm-hmm. I I did actually back then just learn it like. So go off it. Uh. Memorize no. hardly. No, I learned it like fists gives this ice just like directly. Oh no! I I just sang it. So it's not a thing I can teach my students to do because it's not very logical. But I can't teach it in a very logical way. Yeah, mine way. is also not logical though. <laughs> I just learn it like like a like just like memorize it, plain plainly memorize it. But in my defense, back then, I hated theory. <laughs> I used to hate <laughs> theory. We took AVRSM, right? Yeah. And uh, the requirements for AVRSM in particular is that uh, if you want to take the practical exam from grade for five grade to six. eight, you have to at least have grade five theory exam to do grade six to do grade six grade you five have, okay yeah sure okay see i even forgot about that thing no it's fine um but to achieve grade five you probably would not just go jump head first to grade five <laughs> you need to learn yeah. from the and i and my mom and that my dad kind of were the ones who believed that like yeah just do it as the like the proper way, like one step at a time, and not skip yeah. grades and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, the same here. Yeah. Oh, the same as your parents as well. That's pretty cute. much. I mean, for for the practical, I mean, I didn't. I don't think I took every single exam, but like in terms of the book, you just go step by step by step by step. I think I did every single exam. Maybe also, be, maybe maybe because also my mom and dad probably thought. At some point that she quits, at least she has a certificate of the latest one that she had. You know Right. I mean? Right, right. Maybe that was the thing. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't clarified Maybe. to them. Uh so yeah. Anyway. But yeah, yeah I have I have the collection of <laughs> certificates. <laughs> of certificates. Uh my brother as well. And yeah, but I, I remember I just did not like Theory you didn't enjoy theory one until grade at least grade four i did not enjoy it but grade five was actually pretty fun because it was mm-hmm. more like analyzing and stuff and not just yeah. like memorizing yeah grade one grade four the stuff is just like teaching you all the tools to yeah. be able to decipher and explain everything that you see in the school yeah. but not necessarily to get into the details right yeah, and it's uh for my in my case at least it was very memorizing based. Like I need to memorize. This. I yeah, I forgot how it was for me. But that's yeah, that's uh, long ago. 
Mm-hmm. At least that felt that way for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used I mean, to not like English, and now I like English more than any other languages. That was which was so <laughs> weird, coming from an Indonesian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I think we have chatted quite a bit. Chatted mm-hmm. quite enough. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! But do you have any any resolution moving forward from now until oh, another year? Oh. Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to write more because I mm-hmm. I know that I will have some schedule change and it will work in favor of writing for me. Mm-hmm. That's uh, gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be I'm fine. I, I I think I I might finally work on that idea that I've had for a long time that I want to like make a concept album thing because mm. right now if I w- if I write does it doesn't really have connections between each songs it's just right you know I have an idea I put it r- record it at least I have a decent demo of some sort then mm-hmm. forget about it for the next five months because I'm busy teaching or get sick or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah So, actually, I mean, I I'm I'm trying to mm. to to finally act upon my wish, my my actual actual thing. But I as as I said before, like I feel like I'm open to it. Mm-hmm. If I don't achieve it by this year, that's also fine. I'm I'm mm. kind of okay with it. I think for me, just cutting in, um, on the creative side, I would actually like to sit down and properly work through, and work and work out and write like one song by the end of the year. Because and it's been it or just like write just, it, just just write it, I guess. Okay, Because a song like, or a piece, a song. Oh, okay. Like lyrics, harmony, form. We need we need to bring Lindsay back. Yes, yeah, no, but by the end of the year, that that is that is the thing I'm telling myself because I do still jot down bits and bobs of lyrics, but I never really worked through any of them. And then the other day I was flipping through because I record everything on my phone. The other day I was flipping through, like scrolling through what I've written, and I think some of them can actually be spun off into songs. Hmm. I don't know. I just suddenly remember something, some like a weird, not resolution, but like a goal. Yeah, it is a resolution, isn't it? If it's a goal, it's still a resolution. Yeah. Um, Is that because I, 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 I kind of like to do sport. What do you say? I kind of like to do sport. I'm not very sporty, but I I Uh like, I enjoy my morning either yoga or like cardio stuff just very yeah. light exercises but i'm planning i i don't know because sometimes i like certain songs and i want to work out to it but there's mm-hmm. no youtuber or whatever that does it to that song yeah i might i might want to do it for myself like at least one or two songs just Ooh. for fun yeah which That's is fun. not music related but it is somewhat music related yeah it is <laughs> It's like, 
There's music I want in there. to work out to this specific song, but I need to like find a good regimen for it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my other kind of. Oh, that's a lot of fun. Which is wild, because <laughs> I I used to not like working out, but now I do. Yay! I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yay. Yeah. So that's probably the a good end because we've co- covered the basic parts like the mm-hmm. mid-year resolution. I keep wanting to say revolution again, the same as last time. <laughs> the last time we had this topic. Yes. <laughs> I struggled with the same word with the same with the same reasoning. It's just Hamilton is just too good, man. To the revolution. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. Let's end the podcast with our kind of favorite segment. Recommendations. Yes. Yes. So, who starts? Or do we do rock, paper, scissors? Uh, I can start, but let me look up the song again. I have it in my phone. Oh, I remember I, I also need to look up my phone. I have been holding <laughs> my phone <laughs> off camera. I remember Just I remember what I wanted to recommend. Um, yeah. I think I haven't said this one before. It's the Elga Cello Concerto. No, you have not. For sure. Good. Good. Because I, I, like, I think a few months, two, two, three months back, maybe. I can't remember when. I went to watch a concert and the cellist was playing Elga uh-huh. Cello concerto, and I after that I went home. I listened to it a bit more, and mm-hmm. started really liking it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I found out also because I have this um thing where I, after I listen to the concert, I would write down the program in a book, and I'll write down whatever thoughts or observations I made during the concert, which usually doesn't have so much to do with the music as it is just people watching <laughs> but and then I flipped through my book and I realized that I had actually listened to an Elga cello concerto before ah. when I was in Freiburg and I actually have no recollection of this <laughs> well, so yeah no. but I made similar observations in the music so but I am I I'm interested in your People watching notes. Maybe you can share it with me on private if you don't mind. In private, in private. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not for public. Sorry, guys. <laughs> nah. Actually, I when I say people watching, it's usually more like the orchestra member watching. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. That, that's I also do that. Like I also that. do that. In in your defense. In our yeah. defense. In in our defense. Yeah. Yes. I so that's that. my recommendation. Okay, uh, my recommendation would be uh, quite an artist that I kind of like recently. Um, recently by recently means two months. Okay, that is recent. Yeah, that is quite recent, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's he is uh, Riz Lewis. I hope I pronounce the name right. Er. R H Y S Riz, is it Riz? Riz, probably. Yeah, probably Riz. Anyway, 
Uh, so I watched a concert in June. Yeah, in June, like beginning of June. Mm-hmm. And he was like the he was not the main act. He was like the um, opening act of this concert, which I did not know him before. But I got I I wow one of his song. Uh, I was an addict for that song for a long while, and the song is called "Alone." Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just, uh, it says like. Sometimes I wake up full of the, all these fears, wishing that I was anywhere but here, which is like oh, it's it sounds sad, isn't it? Yeah. But not looking, I. <laughs> Oddly enough, I did listen to that when I had my audition. So mm-hmm. I maybe behind, uh, like, in my subconscious mind, I was already thinking, like, I don't wish to be here doing this audition. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a good song to listen to before an audition, but it is a good well, song to listen to. Any may- may- maybe there is, maybe that's what it is. Who yeah, knows? it is. Who it knows? is such a beautiful song. And recently, he uh, came out with a new single as well called "Simple." Mm-hmm. I don't like it as much as "Alone," but mm-hmm. it's also pretty good. It's good. What what style is it in? Like what musical style? S- Groovy. S- no singer songwriter ish. Okay. Yeah. What's the kind of like instrumentations that that was? Particularly guitar. Okay. Uh, Like, Alone has a little bit more beat to it. Simple is Mm -hmm. a little bit more simple. (laughs) Is it a bit more like ballad style? Simple is a bit more ballad style. Okay. But Alone alone? is not very much. It's quite... Upbeat? Medium. Medium. Yeah, medium upbeat. Right. Right. But I love Alone. It's still, mm. it's still on my. It's still on your top, mind. One of the top songs right now. Nice. Yeah, I I loop it like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Kay. I guess that's that wraps up this episode. I hope you mm-hmm. guys have fun. Uh, yeah. And yeah, we'll be back with our normal scheduling like every two weeks. Because mm-hmm. as much as the life is calm, the workload is not ca- that calm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I guess we'll just do the bye. Bye. <laughs>